Hey pet lovers, this is the Pet Parent Podcast. In today's episode, I'm really hoping that you never have to use or that you're listening to this in advance of the situation. But this episode is about how to catch a loose dog. So having a dog is a super fun and rewarding experience. And no matter what type of personality your pet has, they are special to you. And that relationship is irreplaceable, which is why we're here. On this podcast, you're going to learn even more about how to care for your pet, to have the happiest, healthiest pet possible, and hopefully one that does not run away, or at least that you are able to catch if it does. So I am your host, Liana Sanders. Welcome to the podcast. So once again, I'm really hoping that you're listening to this podcast, not because your dog just ran away. I'm really hoping that you are listening to this in advance, getting some ideas and thinking about what you would do if your dog did run away. I've discussed this on YouTube and things before, and I often get comments about what happened when people tried and what worked for them and didn't. So I'm always curious about what works for your pet. So definitely let me know, send me a message or post on this comments here on this episode. I'd really appreciate it. So the main thing, so if you have not, so If you're listening to this podcast in advance of your dog possibly running off, I would encourage you to listen to the suggestions and then try them in a safe space like your backyard because different dogs respond differently to different things. And I provide a a few different options on things that you can do to try to catch a loose dog. Now, if you're ever chasing a dog that you don't know, you're not going to know. You're just going to have to try and do your best. But if it's your dog, you can try some of these things in a safe place and get an idea of what might work if you ever need to use the opportunity. You don't want to be just chasing your dog down the street randomly one day and trying out all these things because it's not as it's not as practical. So ideally, you get a chance to try them in advance. If you see your dog running away, I want you to really think about the motivation. Is your dog frightened and they're running from something like fireworks, which is going to be an actual upcoming episode. So in a couple weeks, we're going to be talking about 4th of July. Are they enjoying the freedom of running or is it both? Did they maybe start running away because something scary happened, but now they just realize this is a dang good time. We're going to take off Uh, because those things, you're going to work very differently with the dog on those things. Now, one thing I can say is... In 95% of cases, you do not want to yell or chase your dog. You do want to follow them and keep them in sight because you don't want them to completely get away from you. But you don't want to chase them because that becomes a game or it's scary. So if you have a frightened dog, if you are yelling and chasing them, that's going to be terrifying. They're just going to continue to run from you. If you have a dog who is enjoying the freedom and you yell and chase them, they're just going to think that's so much fun and such a good time. And why don't we keep this up? If you have a hound dog uh, who is following their nose, yelling and chasing them is just going to give them a heads up about how much further away from you they need to stay in order to continue to follow their nose. So in most cases, that does not work. Now, I'm not saying don't follow your dog because you definitely need to follow your dog in order to keep them in eyesight whenever possible. But there's a huge difference between following at a reasonable distance and trying to catch them and chasing them down, yelling and screaming. So just be aware of the differences there. Now, if you're dealing with a scared dog, you want to think about how to be the most safe, reassuring thing possible in the world. If possible, get close to them. 
you want. You can even do things like lay down, talk in a really happy tone, say things like, do you want to go for a car ride? If you can get your car or get somebody else to get a car and they like vehicles, pull up somewhere near them, open the door and then move away. Because if you're standing in the way, it's going to be scary. So move away from the car door and call, tell them, you know, you want to go for a car ride? Stand even on the opposite side of the car and just be really cheerful. Bear with me here for a second. I'm going to use my super cheerful trying to convince a dog voice. So bear with me. This is the kind of tone that I would use if there was a dog who was nervous or scared running away. Oh my goodness, do you want to go for a car ride? Come on, this is going to be so much fun. Sorry, guys. If you can use a really high-pitched voice, uh, dogs like high-pitched voices. There's no way around that. And it's more fun and it's less scary. So use this high-pitched voice, be happy. Um, and I said... Go ahead and lay down on the ground because dogs are afraid of things that are taller than them. So if you have a dog who's really nervous and hesitant to get around you, lay on the ground. I would challenge you to do that right now in your living room, lay on the ground because the vast majority of dogs are going to come over to you to see why you fell down. What is going wrong? Why did my person fall down on the ground? And that's exactly what you want to have happen. You want that curiosity and then you're just going to grab their collar nicely and convince them to come with you. So that's what you do for a scared dog. Now for your freedom loving dogs. Oh goodness. These ones are a different, different ball game here completely. So you're going to try to trick them with things. Again, you can try the car ride, um, but they are all about fun and games. And your key here, your key here is that you need to be more fun than what they're going to see out there. And this means you need to look like an idiot because idiots are super fun to dogs. You are going to call their name in the happiest tone you can think of and you want to run in the opposite direction. That makes this a game because instead of you chasing them, they're chasing you. And a lot of dogs will chase you. Now, this is not necessarily going to work for a hound dog who's following their nose. But for a lot of other breeds, this will work. Also, get other people to help. A lot of times, dogs who are excited about being loose in the world are going to want to go meet other people. So call ahead. Hey, please grab my dog. Please corner my dog. That kind of thing to them. And see if you can enlist other people to help. Don't ask other people to grab your dog if you think your dog's going to react in a negative way, like snapping at them because they're startled. But if you've got a safe dog that you think will be okay, enlist the help of other people that are around. In any case, don't give up. If you need to follow your dog for a little while, follow your dog. Get other people to help. If you can call some people because you have your phone, great, do that. Otherwise, get some people around. Generally, at some point, you're going to run into another human being who's going to be willing to help you catch your dog. So follow, get them to help you. Um, in the future, if you are listening to this in advance, try these things in your backyard or at a park, in a fenced-in park with a safe space, and see what works. Um, also, practice your recall. So practice running away from your dog and calling them in a really happy voice. Then, when they get close to you, reach down and grab their collar and tell them what a good dog they are, give them a treat, and let them go. Because that way they learn that the fun does not always end as soon as they get near you. But you need to be able to touch their collar in order for that to be complete. So you want to try this over and over again. Either lay down on the ground and grab your dog by the collar, give them a treat and tell them what a good dog they are and release them. 
or do it running away and try these different things and see really what works. And again, don't yell at your dog once you catch them. Even if you've been chasing them for miles and you are so upset and angry, do not yell at your dog. Have a positive reaction. Even if you have to tackle your dog and you are so mad, still tell them what a good dog they are because the next time that it happens, hopefully it won't happen again. But if it happens again, you don't want them to remember that when my person catches me, a really bad thing happens because that's just going to instill more fear. Um, And so you really don't want that to happen. So you really want to encourage them, be happy, tell them what a good dog they are once you catch them, and then take that time to, in the future, work on it some more. So I hope this has been helpful and that I've provided some useful information for you here. And this has been the Pet Parent Podcast. So thanks so much for listening. And we do have some more links on what we've discussed and whatnot. We've got those in our show notes, which you can visit here where you are listening, or you can go to our website at wetnosespetsitting.com. So while you're there, you can check out an archive of our past episodes. And if you want to see more tips, tricks, cute pet pictures, and chat with other pet parents, just follow us on any of our social media. We're all over the place at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and we're all at Wet Noses Pet Sitting. So follow us there. And if you've enjoyed this podcast or found it useful, please subscribe and follow us and uh, share it with your friends and leave a review. That would be super helpful. And we hope to see you back here next time. Thanks so much, pet parents.